0: Welcome to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. And now, here's your host, Nick Phillips.
1: Hello, Cleveland. Welcome to another edition of The Advocate. I'm your host, Nick Phillips, and today we're going to be talking about something I'm sure we're all familiar with, and that is the Corporate Transparency Act, right? Something we heard of the CTA. Uh, With us today is Victor Bull, who's going to tell us about the Corporate Transparency Act and how it's a big deal as of January 2024. Victor, thank you for joining us.
2: Uh, Nick, thanks very much for having me. I want to thank you very much for the opportunity to discuss this issue with you that's so important to small business owners.
1: It it is, and I discovered it just a couple of weeks ago when you and I met and talked about it. Uh, Before we start talking about the Corporate Transparency Act, uh, tell us just a little bit about yourself and and why is this something of interest to you? Uh, I was... uh,
2: adjunct at Tri-C for 25 years and taught small business management, so I'm very passionate about small businesses. Um, I also work in the field of project management and business planning for companies in the healthcare industry, so I've got a fairly broad business background, and when I discovered this and realized the impact that it was going to have on millions and millions of small, small businesses I thought this is something we really needed to explore. Well, thank you so much
1: for joining us to tell us about the Corporate Transparency Act, which uh, until a couple of weeks ago I wasn't aware of. Tell us a little bit about what is the Corporate Transparency Act? What's the background and and what is it?
2: This is the most significant revision to the U.S. anti-money laundering and the regulations countering the financing of terrorism since uh, the U S Patriot Act in 2001. And the concept is, is to bring small businesses now into uh, the fold to uh, combat money laundering, tax evasion, and the financing of terrorism. Well, it's, and how- uh, Go ahead. It's, oh. um, it's a uh, Treasury department initiative and, uh, the uh, Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, FinCEN, is the one that is monitoring the uh, companies. Well,
1: first off, uh, who all is responsible for actually filing a report? At the lowest level here, who are we looking at?
2: Uh, Basically, if you're a person who's a 25% owner or otherwise exercises control over any corporation, LLC, LLC, or similar entity formed or registered with the Secretary of State of any U.S. state or your company is not expressly exempted from the reporting obligation you're required to report. The other thing that's interesting is if you are a lawyer or other person who forms or files one of these entities for a client, you also need to be uh, reported to FinCEN In your capacity as an applicant so basically it applies to any u.s. domestic or foreign registered companies uh, unless specifically exempted can
1: you tell us one more time what is Vincent just the definition of the uh, initials I'm going to take a short break as a matter of fact we'll take our short break now Uh, we're listening to Victor Bull telling us about the corporate Transparency Act which Pretty much uh, every mom-and-pop corporation is going to have to register for this this year, 2024. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back after these words. You're listening to The Advocate, and I'm Nick Phillips. We'll be back after these words. Don't go away.
0: Cloud9 it provides complete computer system support for your business and better yet offers these services at a fixed cost cloud nine it is truly a flat fee company whose goals align with those of your business we both need you to be up and running to make money monthly you'll receive only one bill and all the service that you need call cloud nine now at 844-556-8394 to find out how cloud nine can save you time and money that's cloud with a k nine at 844-556-8394 to fix your it costs now
3: one needs a dentist. In selecting a family dentist, you want to make sure they are the very best. Dr. Kenneth Wolnick is one of the best dentists in our area, rated for the past 6 years as one of the top dentists in Northern Ohio by Cleveland Magazine. Dr. Wolnick is one of the top 5% of dentists awarded a prestigious fellowship by the Academy of General Dentistry. Dr. Wolnick's office is conveniently located at 6363 York Road in Parma Heights. You can reach his office to schedule an appointment by calling 440-888- that's four four zero eight eight 5055 There's nothing better than great dental care from a great dentist.
4: is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car so call us today 440-237-8555 or check us out at select insservice.com 440-237-8555 or select INSService.com.
1: Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select Insurance for your
0: insurance needs. And now, back to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips.
1: Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you is another segment of The Advocate. We're talking today to Victor Bull, who's telling us about the Corporate Transparency Act and how this is a all-encompassing act that's going to require people who own any kind of business to report it to the federal government. Victor, thank you for joining us, and is that fairly accurate?
2: Yes. Yes. And FINCEN stands for the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, and that is part of the Treasury Department that monitors activities of Regulated entities at this point, large companies up until this point, for money laundering, tax evasion, and financing of terrorism.
1: Well, we were talking earlier about uh, the impact of small businesses on small businesses. Uh, what what are the minimum requirements? You mentioned registering with the Secretary of State, but would that include people like you know the, the mom and pop sandwich shop, that kind of thing? Yes, it is. Yep. How many thousands or millions of businesses are we looking at? Well,
2: the number that I have heard and is 33 million. And when do these have to
1: be uh, reported? By when?
2: We have several different dates that we're working on at this point. Um, it's reporting companies in existence on the 1st of January 2024 have one year to file The report, meaning they have to file by January the 1st, 2025. Companies that were created on or after January the 1st, 2024 have 90 days to file. And companies that are created after 2024 have 30 days to file. The other thing is you have 30 days. To file updated and correct reports uh, if, if there's any change in beneficial owner ownership.
1: Well, let's so say you have. A, okay, I was going to say, what if you have like the mom and pop sandwich shop? And you have mom and dad uh, are the shareholders, and one of their children you have you have three people are shareholders of this uh, corporation. Do all of them have to file individually, or is this something just the corporation files? Or
2: who, who does this? Um, <clears throat> the information that they have to give if they are a beneficial owner, and again, go back to the, uh, if you're a person who's a 25% owner or otherwise exercises control over a corporation LLC or a similar entity has to file. Now, what substantial controlled individuals include Our senior officers, uh, example, president, chief financial officer, general counsel, uh, chief operating officer, or anyone else who directs, determines, or has substantial influence over the decisions of the reporting company.
1: Well, this sounds very uh, very formal, and it sounds like it really would apply to like large corporations that has hundreds of employees and make millions of dollars. But uh, if this applies uh, to our hypothetical sandwich shop, uh, it
2: does apply. There are certain exemptions, or twenty three exemptions to it at this point. And large companies at this point, if you fall into the large operating company category for an exemption. Um. Uh, you have to be a operating presence at a physical office in the United States that employs more than 20 people and has gross receipts exceeding $5 million.
1: Well, that sort of leaves open for filing all the small businesses that are out
2: there. That's exactly what is being um, required to file.
1: Well, you just mentioned something about the uh, idea of there being about 20-some exemptions. Do any of these ex- exemptions apply to the small person? Um,
2: very um, broadly. One other exemption is um, if you are an inactive, acti- inactive entity that is not engaged in any active trade uh, and has less than a thousand dollars in activity since twenty january first twenty twenty the other is uh five o one uh non for non profits and if you're organized as a uh, under five o one c uh you are exempt it's very interesting you've got to be very careful here because not Every nonprofit status by itself is insufficient to qualify for an exemption. As an example, if you are a uh, homeowners association, which is uh, covered by IRC 528, you fall outside of the exemption. Why, why is that? The
1: homeowner, why is that? Why would the homeowners association? Not be part of the exemption, but let's say the like the Lions Club, which is a five hundred one c three, would be.
2: If it's a five hundred one c three, it is covered. If it is not a five hundred one c three, even though it identifies as a not for profit, it is not. It is required to file. And again, you know, it depends on the form of the code, that uh, the uh, section of the code that they are uh, registered under.
1: these are all these rules and exemptions and things uh, to get uh, the requirement uh, to actually file and report to the federal government. What are the penalties, if any, if you don't do this? What if you just decide, well, I might forget about it or just skip it? Can you do that? And what what happens? What are the consequences?
2: Uh, The consequences for noncompliance are $500 a day for each day in violation with a maximum of $10,000.
1: Even, and
2: for, are the are mo- even criminal- for the even for even for the mama pop things, yes. And I'm interrupting. You interesting, just about to say and, and I and I haven't seen any uh, case law on this yet. There's going to be a number of suits filed over this. They are looking at something called willful violation, and willful uh, violation means that uh, you know it's conscious disregard that leads to the failure or false. Uh, failure to file or a false filing.
1: So right now, anyone who's listening to this program now knows about it, so they have to file. Yes. Arguably. You you were mentioning, I I interrupted last uh, time you were mentioning about not only the financial penalties or the fines, but you mentioned something criminal. There's additional criminal uh, possibilities here if you don't file? What would those be? Yes, there are. Uh, Up to two years of imprisonment. Now, with uh, how many millions of small businesses did you say? Thirty-three million. I had heard thirty-three million. So that's a lot of people. Will we have enough jails uh, for all of these people and uh, for all all the, all the punishment? Are, is everyone aware of this? Or do we have? Did I just miss the boat when we talked about it the other week?
2: I am finding that very few people have heard about this. The uh, Treasury Department did say that they are putting out uh, literature on on the act and on filing, but uh, a lot of people are unaware of this at this point. Any word yet on enforcement as to how
1: vigorous the government's going to enforce this?
2: Have not heard anything about that at all. I know the uh, effective date was pushed back because they didn't have the infrastructure in place to enforce or to collect the data. Uh, That's the reason it was supposed to go into effect in 2023, and it didn't go into effect until 2024.
1: Well, the kind of fines you're talking about, you're talking about quite a substantial income stream to the federal government if they start enforcing this against everyone. Uh, If you are a a small business owner, or let's say that you have a couple of corporations uh, that you have in the family, where, where do you go to get these um, filings done? Are there people who do these, or do you have to do it on your own?
2: Well, you can do it on your own. I think with the uh, complications that I see with, you know, who should file, who's exempted, you should probably get uh, an attorney to help you with the filing, even though the federal government says you can file it on your own. If you have to file the government has put on the fincen website something called BOSS B O S S which stands for Beneficial Ownership Security System that allows you to report the information
1: so we are at a situation now we're in January of 2024 and existing small businesses or any business they have all of this year to get this reporting done is that accurate
2: yep it- If they were in existence on the 1st of January, 2024, prior to that, if they file in 2024, they have 90 days. And starting on the 1st of January, 2025, they will have 30 days.
1: And uh, you have to file unless you have, what, uh, over 20 employees and over 5 million a year? Yes, that's one of the exemptions. So for all of the small businesses, they have to listen up and they have to get this done. So they should call their attorney. They should call their accountant. Would the accountants know how to do this?
2: Yes, they would. Keeping in mind that they have to register as well if they file for somebody. So for so existing businesses. Mm-hmm. Well, let's take a short break.
1: We're going to take a break. We'll be back. We're talking to Victor Bull about the. Uh, Corporate Transparency Act which comes into effect this January and everybody who has a business that's registered with the Secretary of State they're going to have to report this or they're going to uh, end up possibly paying $500 a day for violations we'll take a short break, we'll be back after these words, you're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK The Advocate we'll be right back
0: Cloud9. It provides complete computer system support for your business. And better yet, offers these services at a fixed cost cloud nine it is truly a flat fee company whose goals align with those of your business we both need you to be up and running to make money monthly you'll receive only one bill and all the service that you need call cloud nine now at 844-556-8394 to find out how cloud nine can save you time and money that's cloud with a k nine at 844-556-8394 to fix your it costs now
3: Everyone needs a dentist. In selecting a family dentist, you want to make sure they are the very best. Dr. Kenneth Wolnick is one of the best dentists in our area. Rated for the past six years as one of the top dentists in northern Ohio by Cleveland Magazine, Dr. Wolnick is one of the top 5% of dentists awarded a prestigious fellowship by the Academy of General Dentistry. Dr. Wolnick's office is conveniently located at 6363 York Road in Parma Heights. You can reach his office to schedule an appointment by calling 440 888 5055. That's 440 888 5055. There is nothing better than great dental care from a great dentist. Hi, I'm Pat Lamb
4: your self-plan can not provide did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car so call us today 440-237-8555 or check us out at select 440-237-8555 or select hi
1: this is nick phillips host of the advocate pat lamb and select insurance have been my insurance agents for years wonderful to work with and never a hassle call pat lamb at select insurance for your insurance needs
0: And now, back to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips.
1: Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with our final segment of The Advocate for today. We're talking to Victor Bull concerning the Corporate Transparency Act and how everyone who has a small business, literally a small business, is going to have to register it with the federal government. Victor, thank you for joining
2: us. Thank you for having me.
1: You know, the questions with the information that has to be reported, you mentioned earlier that... uh, A lot of information about who you are and what percentage of ownership you have and that kind of thing Uh, goes on the public record is this information public can anyone have access to it or is this controlled and confidential information or is it open to subpoenas and lawsuits do we know anything about that yet
2: we do not know anything about that yet i will tell you who has access and then i will tell you the information that is required to be put into boss The people that have access to it at this point are federal government agencies, state, local, and tribal law enforcement agencies, foreign requesters, financial institutions, federal regulators, treasury department personnel, They all can access the system.
1: Now, and the information,
2: re- the information that is being required to be put into the system is for, again, a uh, beneficial owner or control person, your full legal name, your date of birth, your current residential address, and a copy of an identifying document like a driver's license or a passport. passport along with uh, the unique identifying number associated with that document. Uh, A question I have, what if one corporation, a small
1: corporation, is held in the family and and that small corporation actually holds and owns another small corporation? Uh, Does this act apply and who has to report that?
2: Yes, It's not not a person, uh,
1: it's another business.
2: There are specific rules on that at this point. They get a bit complicated. Uh, Probably can't get into them right now. But uh, if you want me to follow up on that, I can certainly follow up on that.
1: Well, we'll see how this plays out. So it looks really like for most of these 33 million businesses that are in effect right now. And of those, a great portion I'm assuming would be less than the 5 million and less than 20 employees. Uh, that they have all year to get this straightened out and to get it reported and that kind of thing. and we'll, we'll, we'll know what's going to become of that information. But uh, right now, it's sort of a big hammer over the heads of businesses to know that they could be facing $500 a day, but probably not till beginning next January in 2025. Does that sound accurate? Yes, it does. So we can breathe easily for the short time. But uh, keep our eyes open on this, and at least we have something now to go and talk to our lawyers and our accountants about. And uh, again, that's called the the Corporate Transparency Act, and that's a federal law, correct? Yes, it is. Yeah, and and that's that's been around since when?
2: Uh, it's been around. It was passed in twenty twenty one, and uh, they deferred uh, com- compliance till they were able to get an infrastructure in place.
1: Well, something that bears considerably close attention because we might get caught up in it and suddenly get a bill from the Treasury Department for hundreds or thousands of dollars. And we're going to wonder why. So, Victor, thank you so very much for for helping us out today on this. We'll bring you back as more things develop. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: Thank you. And thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. So we'll be back next week, same time, same station, here on WHK. So have a wonderful, happy, and safe week. Goodbye.
3: In a dream,
1: or in my drifting days after the war,
0: I found a tea
1: room north of the Mozambique show.
0: The Advocate is sponsored by Nick Phillips and is responsible for its content.